Hey guys, thanks for joining the Football Almost Daily podcast. Hello, 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 <laughs> and welcome to Football Almost Daily. Hello. Hello. I thought we were just going to go with wing it. Wing it. Yeah. Yes, we are. So we're going to have a little chat. We haven't been here for just over a week because, uh, well, we've both got busy lives. Did anyone even know us? Probably not. Maybe one, two, three or four people. But if you were one of those, then we're very sorry that it has been over a week uh, since we last spoke to you, saw you. We didn't see you. We haven't got cameras in your houses. But since we last spoke, but plenty has been happening in the world of football and in the world of fantasy. So, Ian. Mm. What are you saying? How, how are you getting on past couple of weeks? I had a great week, thanks for asking. Did you? <laughs> I got 79 points, so I was above average, um, and it helped lots. It helped massively. So I've gone up to 2.8 million, and I think I was 3 points something before. Fantastic. So I've gone up, fantasy, yeah. Uh, I've gone up loads of places, really happy. I did two swaps. Uh, Callum Wilson for Vardy, I think, and someone else, Aubameyang for Firmino. Yeah. Uh, and then what I was gonna do, I knew I saw everyone was like captaining either De Bruyne or Sterling or Guerrero, so I was like, right, Man City. So let's not captain a Man City guy. Yeah. Let's go for Firmino and hope that pays off. And, and didn't. Did <laughs> I should have captained Abraham like I did the week before, even though he did fucking nothing for me. So if I'd have done that, then I'd have had an even better week. But can't complain. Um, how was your week? Not too bad. Uh, bad captain choice in De Bruyne. I was one of them people who went for the Man City man. Didn't think you couldn't against Southampton, though, really. Had to be. It had to be. But then Southampton turned up, played really well. Mm. I think I said it when I was looking at all the, the results and stuff. I was, I was very lucky with some of the scores that did me quite well. Because I think at one point... Was it? Yeah, Man City were going to play, and I was like, oh, they do really crap, and then that's going to help you so much. And it did. And I was loving it. And then. Yeah, yeah. I think my combined Man City had three players, and I got six points for Man City players versus Southampton. So that's that's not great. I think probably a lot of people last week were buoyed by Lundstrom. He's. Yeah, been a shrewd acquisition really My... for everybody who's got him he's made himself fairly essential I think to any fantasy team he has all my defenders did really well I yeah. only had Lundstrom uh, Alexander-Arnold and Rico Yeah, but I also had Soyuncu and Dunk on the bench nice. so if I'd have actually done what the bench boost or put in Soyuncu instead of Rico would have been even better I also didn't have too bad a week on the defensive front. I switched out um, Engels from Villa and I got Chilwelling. So I didn't realise he was so cheap. He was about 5.6 mil or something. Mm. So I brought him in um, knowing that Leicester off the back of a 9 niller were then away at Palace. And although you look at it on paper, you say Palace this season isn't an easy place to go but I thought well Leicester in such good form so brought Chilwell in bought a tasty six points how much was he sorry uh, 5.6 oh, okay. no he stayed, he stayed the same so yeah so he's a he's a fairly um, sensible chap to bring in 
Uh, but other than that, it didn't really work out. David Silva hasn't worked out for me. I sort of brought him in hoping that as nobody else had him, he was going to pull a few more points in than he has. Uh, but it didn't work out. But on the whole, uh, 69 points, fairly solid week. I'm quite happy with that. Game week ranked, I'm sitting at 1,370,001. Mm, it's the best thing at the moment is there's not a lot in it. We were looking at our no. little uh, league we're in, and there's like 100 points be- pretty much between us and the top. Yep. Which, but then, as I was saying to you, um, dyslexia untied are in our <laughs> are in our league that's um, amazing and that particular team I was um, behind probably three or four weeks ago I was behind them yeah by by some considerable distance now I'm 110 points clear so fantasy is just that sort of thing only takes the space within the space of a month it can yeah. all look very different well, that's it's it. just I mean, we're a third in. in so and that was the highest amount of points I've had in ages and the highest in our league as well. Yeah. So I clawed back six points, basically. The trouble is when people do well, everyone cottons onto them and you end up with the same team and then you're having to try and mm. shimmy around a little bit because I notice people are starting to get Vardy in now, people are starting to get Mane in now. Um, and I had those guys anyway and I wouldn't be surprised if people were starting to bring Tielemans in. In fact, I think this week on the site it actually said that they're Let's have a look on the fantasy football site. And it is. Ones to watch this week for game week 12 is Yuri Tielemans. So I might not be getting too much of an advantage this week there either. So do you want to hear my uh, possible idea? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did talk about it before. But I'm tempted to swap Firmino for Rashford. Yeah. Mm, so really? United this week, um, they are at home to Brighton. Mm-hmm. So... You yeah. would say that Rashford has a decent chance of getting something well, against Brighton. It. I mean, the Brighton back line is pretty solid. Duncan Duffy. But, but then Rashford's been pretty good. I'm just thinking that a load more people are likely to own Firmino and not Rashford. Mm. So do I try and take advantage? Although every every time I've got rid of him, um, he seems to do quite well. And every time I own him, he seems to do bollocks. Yes. Yeah, so do you find that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've found that a lot. So I'm thinking, do I try and do the thing where not a lot of people have Rashford... I could bring him in. Could go captain as well. Really like yeah. risk it, and then I'm, see what happens. I'm well, so tempted to do it. I think, like you said, wait for the uh, Man City keeper. Yeah, and then for news on him because if if the City keeper is out, Claudio Bravo is. I mean, he is unpredictable to say the least. Some might even go far as to say he's a bit of a clown at the back for them. Mm. Um, I do get the I feeling that he's going to be fine. Firmino, they may well get a lot out of him so but that's the thing I've still got money so even if he does do really well the the trouble is they're not playing till Sunday and Mm. you have to finalise it by um, tomorrow tomorrow evening because that's when the first Prem game is so he'll have an extra 48 hours really to assess well not quite but near enough 48 hours to assess whether he's going to be fit enough or not so it is a bit of a gamble I think I think I might just go for it I mean I've not really got much to lose at this stage I might I might even captain him but I think that might be just too far I think it's going to have to be uh, a Vardy or an Abraham captain yeah. with a Rashford as a, as a risk but only one other person in our league has him so yes could pay off massively the Cupids mm. they, they have uh, got Rashford 
But Rashford, the trouble is you've got to think about whether Brighton are going to play deep. I think United are going to have to try and catch Brighton on the break because Rashford, if he plays through the middle, is pretty well documented that. If he if you can get him in behind, he's fine. But playing in front of the defence mm. and trying to work through and playing as a man, holding up the ball and that, he's not quite got those things in his in his repertoire yet. So... Mm, it is a risk, but then he's had a rest. He's he looks like he's on a better form now. So, well, the trouble is, like Wait. like we were just saying, everybody ends up with such a similar team. You're not really making up points anywhere. So, if you are behind in the points, mm. you do have to kind of keep trying to take a risk. And I think that is that is the risk. And it's not like it's going to screw me massively because if I've still got Vardy and Abraham, which most people are going to have at this stage, yeah. Then, well, mm. in terms of that. I what have. have you done this week? <laughs> well, I've made two changes. One, I probably wouldn't have made if I'd made it first, but then I realised I would have had to because I needed the money. So the four points I've spent. And now it's just how I'm going to organise the team. But the players I've brought in, I've dropped Jordan Ayew, who was playing off the bench anyway. And I've brought Dale Lefeo in because even though it's well documented that I'm a Norwich fan, Norwich's defence is an utter shambles a lot of the time and I think De Lafeo, although he can he is a fairly mercurial sort of chap and sometimes he turns up and is the absolute don and sometimes he's completely invisible but I think against Norwich he'll really fancy against our back line to be honest um, so I brought him in and I also brought Oxlade Chamberlain in for David Silver because Silver's not going to play anyway I thought Oxlade's in a good run of form, but I'm left with a little bit of a dilemma as to whether to start Oxlade, in which case I'm going to have to drop one of Mane, Tielemans, De Bruyne or Mount. Mount is a, is an uncertain anyway, so I don't know whether to leave Mount in, and if I don't get him, then I'll get the points for Oxlade. Um, should he do well, but I'll be kicking myself if, if he does score, because um, he, he likes to have a pop from range as well, and... I don't even know if he'll play. I mean, it could be Henderson, Wijnaldum, Fabinho who start and Oxlade come on partway through. But um, them's the risks, as you say. But at the moment, I've gone with Deo Lefeu as part of a front three with Abraham and Vardy as well. And I'm not going to be hoping he scores because I want Norwich to win. But it was between him and Pookie. And, but I just think Watford... I've seen them a couple of times this season. I think when they turned it on against Chelsea, when they turned it on against Arsenal, when they do get into that groove, they look a really good team. So it's, mm. I think we might find and we might be bottom of the league after this weekend. Probably. I mean, Pookie was my other thought. Like, do I get him back in? Just looking at the overall points, and he's got 59. Rashford's 58 and Fabinho's on Pookie 54. got the bulk of those points in the first five games. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't mean he's not going to... I, th I think again, he's like... got a couple of points a game since, probably, and that's just for playing first and second half. Mm. There may be a bonus point here and there. I mean, I don't need the money, so it'd be stupid to get Pookie, but you know he'll probably end up scoring at some point, and that person that's kept him will be Mate, there. If he, if he bangs him in, fantastic. But um, That's going to be the problem, isn't it? People have, will have kept him, and if he scores like a hat-trick, then... Everyone yeah, will then be um, clambering to get him back in. I guess Dao Lefeu is a sort of... I was going to put... Well, it was between Chamberlain and Ducore in midfield because I thought Ducore likes to shoot quite a lot. 
But against well marshaled defences, a lot of his shots get blocked or he doesn't manage to get, get them away in time. Um, but against Norwich, I get the feeling he'll probably have all sorts of joy shooting. Mm. So it was between him and Chamberlain. And I went with Chamberlain and Dale Lefeu instead for IU because simply because Chelsea are playing Palace. And I thought Vardy and Abraham are both going to play unless they get injured in the warm-up or something like that. And so I'm not going to get the points for IU anyway, really. So I might as well bring Dale Lefeu in and uh, and see what happens. It's a bit of a gamble, but like we were just saying, if you need the points, you need the points. If you want to make up some points, you have to take a risk. Mm. Oh, strangely... Yes. I thought not a lot of people had Rashford. Apparently 12.9 people do. And less people own uh, Firmino. Really? Yeah, 11.4. So I actually might just keep him. Well, Firmino tends to get mired in the creative role. So he drops deep and he likes mm. to play little through balls. What's a little the, flick on. That's the thing. Is, his form at the moment is really bad. But you know he'll just have that one good game where he'll well, just hammer yeah, a load. Ma- Mane and Salah tend yeah. to be the um, two oh, scorers more often. Although Salah, you're saying about bringing people in, they don't score. I brought Salah in when he was on Hot Street. He did not score the entire time I had him. And then the week before last, I dropped him. And then he scored from the penalty spot. But then he scored. That was the first time he'd scored in since I'd had him. So, yeah, you just never know how it's going to pan out. Mm. I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know what to do now because I thought that was a really good idea. But now it's, it turns out it's not. Well, I think our recommendation this week to get somebody cheap in, it's got to be a Norwich or a Watford forward, hasn't it, really? So you want to go for Pookie or Dale Lefeu, probably. You say that, but what happens if it ends up being a draw? Nil-nil draw. Well, it could be a nil-nil draw, and yeah. Then but it's... It's, it seems unlikely when both of them are shipping a fairly sizable amount of goals. They look like they can be got at. Or do I just put Wilson back in? Mm, no, he's... No, no. No Wilson? No. I don't know. I might just risk it and put Rashford in. Well, Bournemouth are away at Newcastle, but Newcastle tightened up a little bit and they did win away from home last week. So that is by no means a banker for Bournemouth. What about the um, current climate? The Jimenez? Jimenez? Jimenez. He's been in a very good run of form, Jimenez. Easy-ish game. He's a good striker. Well, Villa at home, I, I believe that to be... I think that is considered a derby between them. I know it's Birmingham, Villa, West Brom, and I think it's West Brom Wolves is the Black Country derby, which is fairly hotly contested, but they're all in the same sort of area. So Mm. I think Villa, that's probably going to be a bit of a grudge match, Wolves-Villa. So you never know, in those games, nothing is ever cut and dry. Yeah. But should we have a look at so last week let's have a just a brief roundup. oh okay he owns this place he reckons hmm. Bournemouth at home to Man United Man United looked like they turned the corner I think they had three away wins in a short space of time after not having one for ages they were ultimately defeated by Bournemouth and so it seems like it's one step forward two back for United shocking what was that stat as well that he's had more Losses than who's the Liverpool manager? Klopp. <laughs> yeah, he's had in, more in... losses than Klopp, and yeah, Klopp's yeah. been there like four years, or yeah, yeah. four or five years. Yeah, I saw that like banging around. That's quite funny. Yeah. I think he looks uh, a little bit dejected 
a lot of the time and he doesn't really know what he's to like do about it. He's like a deer in headlights, isn't he? Yeah, he like we sort of laughed about the phrases that he's a couple of years ago he said uh, or a year ago whatever it was we're Man United and so of course we can win the Champions League or something like that and then mm. a year later or a few months later he's <laughs> yeah. saying we're going to have to be at our very yeah, best yeah, yeah. to beat Norwich and all that you know it's it's kind of a real downturn for them but yeah that was you know well done to Bournemouth good result mm. they've been on a little bit of an iffy up and down sort of run so Picking up three points there was definitely a help to them. Arsenal and Wolves, uh, one each. And the Arsenal fans not happy with Unai Emery, it seems, at the moment. And then you had all the Granite Xhaka stuff a week ago where he told the fans to go forth and multiply as he was substituted off the pitch. Um, oh, that was that whole captain thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah, he's now he might not be captain or something. No, he has been stripped of the captaptaincy, so right. let's see if he actually plays for the club. I didn't, I didn't really follow that drama. I saw there was something else like this. Yeah, interesting well, me. Arsenal again in midweek, um, or yesterday actually it was. They drew, letting a late, late goal against Vittoria Gimaresh uh, to draw 1 1 in the Europa League. So I think Unai Emery is on, on shaky ground there. So we'll see what happens this week when they face off against Leicester tough oh. tough game for them that's not where you want to be going when you're a, you're in a bit of a bit of a rut it seems strange to say they're in a rut because they're like fourth or fifth in the league I think they're fifth actually um, I think they're just doing enough at the moment aren't they but yeah the but they're, they're not spectacular and they just can't stop conceding and the problems that had been there under Wenger haven't been rectified under Emery they still look lost at the back um, so yeah we'll see what happens I think everyone's going to be betting heavily on Leicester with both yeah. Captain Vardy this week by the looks of things mm, I don't know Rashford maybe. Um, so <laughs> yeah just because we know that Arsenal are they're, they're going to let goals in yeah um, but yeah good point for Wolves they're sort of steadily getting themselves together after a shaky start to the season so that's all good for them as well and as we were saying Raul Jimenez is on a bit of a hot streak at the minute somebody else to potentially bring into your teams mm. before the weekend. I don't know, looked like 12 point something percent had him as well, so he's yeah. quite owned, quite well owned, quite high percentage of owners, I don't know. Absolutely. Something. Uh, Villa almost pulling off the shock of the weekend against Liverpool. Well, I would say the shock of the weekend, we haven't got further down the list yet, but <laughs> Villa uh, 1-0 up for quite a lot of the game and then Liverpool with two late-ish goals to turn it around and take the three points. Mane with an assist and a goal as well. Wasn't so that the offside is... by an armpit shit? Was that that? Or... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> Which is hilarious. moaning about Mane diving as well and things like that, but he's come out in defence of his character. But the, I think the objective point there is that Mane is the leading Liverpool front man in mm. terms of fantasy points. So if you're thinking Salah or Mane, Mane's a little bit less money. If you want to free up a bit of cash to spend elsewhere he's probably a better bet than Salah at the minute uh, Brighton 2 Norwich nil. Norwich we cannot score away from home to or save our home. lives we've scored one away goal this season that was on the opening day against Liverpool um, so yeah we're shipping a lot of goals and not scoring any and that really is the most poisonous of recipes mm. to have in the league uh, Brighton though they're 
up to eighth, I believe now, which is a real good turnaround. Graham Potter getting them firing. Uh, Mopay didn't score this weekend, but he seems to be pulled into a lot of teams at the moment. Uh, but I wouldn't. I'm not sure I'd recommend pulling him in against Man United. To be fair. Uh, Man City 2, Southampton 1 We, I think my earlier accreditation of almost result of the weekend to Villa was probably a bit hasty because Southampton if they had clog on to win away at Man City that would have been a hell of a turnaround after getting tonked 9-0 at home against Leicester uh, great performance from them great effort, City just squeaking it 2-1 uh, keeps the title race interesting otherwise mm. Liverpool would have been quite a gallop ahead of them going into this weekend could be Leicester do you see that guy that won uh, was it not last year a couple of years ago yeah he's put that on again yeah, yeah. yeah. that would be hilarious if that comes in it is tempting to put that on Leicester I mean if they're 300 to 1 to win the league you think you know you stick a tenner on you've got 3 grand in your back pocket haven't you? or, or you cash out time. early maybe take some money that's true you cash out early might. yeah because if they continue their run I guess the odds are going to go up but then well yeah. Leicester are a dark horse but the couple of games that they've played better teams this season or what you would say is a traditional big six I'm not sure they got any points I think they lost to Liverpool and they lost to Man United as well I think so they if they can get one of those big results if they can beat a, mm. beat one of those big teams or Liverpool next time then if I'm doing Leicester down and they have done that this season I can't remember every result off the back of my head but if they have off the top of my head even but if they have um defeated one of the big six this season then I mean their opportunity is this weekend isn't it against Arsenal yeah opportunity to get result you've really put a marker down by defeating Arsenal um, so we'll see what happens there Sheffield United on a tear they're up to sixth I mean sixth in the division uh, Chris Wilder really got a hell of a team going there tight at the back impressive going forwards well disciplined well drilled they look as though they've got a pretty good recipe to survive this season. So I'm just looking. They lost to Liverpool, lost to Man U. You carry on looking. If you find one <laughs> of the big six, yeah. let me know. But yeah, uh, Burnley being defeated. Burnley not great away from home. We've talked about that before. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't ever bank on them away from home, to be honest. Newcastle getting a well frankly brilliant away win away at West Ham West Ham's form has fallen off a cliff so uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen there long term Pellegrini under pressure none of their players are really doing it I think Haller was a good bet to have for a while Yarmolenko um, for a cheaper option but there's probably better cheaper options and cheaper better options than Yarmolenko at the minute Watford 1 Chelsea 2 oh well done to Newcastle by the way that's a great result for them <laughs> but Watford 1, Chelsea 2, Tammy pulling it home for us again. Um, he looks as though he's just getting better and better and better. Only if it weren't for Ben Foster, it could have been anything. And then if it wasn't for Kepper, then it could have been Ben Foster retiring, as he said this week. His header, great save with the last hit of the match. Did you see it? Mm, yeah, I did, yeah. It took a corner in, Foster headed it, and the keeper saved it. Really good save. Kept the points for Chelsea there. Um... Palace nil, Leicester 2. Good game, Leicester look good. They're really in the groove at the minute. And Everton 1, Spurs 1. I mean, that game was obviously marred by Andre Gomez's uh, 
foot oh, ended yeah. up pointing in a direction that nobody's foot should point in. Mm, so yeah, that was not great, but it was an accident. I think they were right to rescind the red card. Oh, did they? Um, I didn't know that. That's yeah, they did good. rescind it. Yeah, cause it, it, well, I mean, it wasn't a malicious tackle. He clipped his heels and he landed awkwardly. Um, agree with that. But uh, Spurs mm, starting to maybe get a bit of form, and then they smashed Red Star last night. So we'll see how that one develops. Um, how did we get on for the results last week? So, what do you mean the week before? Oh, the week before. Amongst those fixtures, uh, I got five out of nine. You got three out of nine. Oh, stinger! So what does that mean? Three each now? Three all. Yeah. This week then, we'll try and run through it fairly swiftly as I think we're pushing the half hour mark now, aren't we? We are. 24 minutes. 24 minutes, yeah. We don't want to take up too much of your valuable time, of course. Of course. I reckon Norwich are going to win. So yeah, let's start with the Friday night game. Norwich v Watford. Um, I'm going to go for a draw. I've got faith. You do have faith. Uh, I reckon Chelsea. Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. Home win, I think, for both of us there, isn't it? Uh, and I reckon draw Burnley West Ham. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go for Burnley. No, I'm not. I'm going to go for West Ham. I've changed my mind at the death. I don't know why it just said in my head West Ham, so I'm I'm going with it. Newcastle at home to Bournemouth. What do you um, make of that one? I'm gonna go draw as well. I am. I'm gonna say Bournemouth will have too much for them. And they're gonna win. Southampton at home to Everton. Southampton. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why not, Luke? No, I think Southampton did well last time, but uh, Everton will want to so really saying, turn Everton. around after the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go for Everton to win. Spurs, Sheffield United, in some strange way, this is probably the most difficult one of the weekend to call, because Sheffield United are just in a really good place at the minute, and Spurs haven't been. Mm, I just wrote Spurs down, I reckon they're going to just do it. Yeah, I think... If I was flipping a coin, I'd know which side I'd hope it came down on, and that would be Spurs. So, Same? Yeah, I'd say the same thing. No Leicester way. versus Arsenal. Uh, I am going to go for Leicester. I think this will be the weekend where they turn it around and finally yeah, same. beat a big six team to solidify their place in the top four. Uh, and then we move on to Sunday. We've got three games on Sunday as well. I'm going to say Man U. Man U versus Brighton. You think Rashford hat-trick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say Brighton will get a point, I think. there. It's something you don't really think you're going to say about someone going to Old Trafford. No. By the way, if we do seem to give Manchester United a lot of credit, it's because we're of an age where Manchester United were the team that steamrolled everybody mm. um, in our youth. They were just Glory the greatest team of our youth. And to see them where they are now is just a kind of really strange feeling. Um, you just absolutely loved to hate them back then. But it's kind of sad to see what's happened to the club at the minute. Mm. So Anyway, well, not if you hate Man United, of course, in which case you're probably quite delighted. But uh, next game, Wolves against Aston Villa. Mm. Wolves for me I'll go yeah. in while you have a think yeah I'll go Wolves and then of course is there any other game but this that is game of the weekend Liverpool at home to Manchester City huge game even at this stage of the season what do you reckon um, I don't know 
it's a real tough one to call, isn't it? I kind of think it might be a draw. Yeah. Equally, I think Liverpool might actually do it. It's a tough one. It is a tough one because I think this might be where Liverpool finally turn them over mm. and really establish themselves. But they do. Liverpool do tend to withdraw. Klopp is strangely. I mean, this is just my opinion, but he seems strangely conservative sometimes against teams. Um, yeah, but haven't they worked out that they have to go all in this year? Because last year they drew too many games, which is what ultimately cost them. So if they win this. I think if he was setting up attacking, as in he was going to go for the jugular, he'd set up the front three, Salah, Mane, Firmino. Mm. And then behind them, it's not just because I've got him in my team, but I think because he's in a good run of scoring form, Oxlade, Wijnaldum and Fabinho would play. And Henderson wouldn't. Henderson's a bit more pragmatic in the way that he plays, and he's not as good a passer of the ball, and he's not as big a goal threat. Um so for me that would be what he'd do and he really would push the, the full backs and that on but I don't know whether they'll drop off they won't go for the jugular they might drop off and stay tight and disciplined and that would give City mm. a bit more of an advantage I think City will try and keep it tight lure Liverpool onto them and then hit them on the break yeah uh, I've just so, read Liverpool down sorry I think they're going to do it but Man City have been there and done it and I am going to say that Man City say Man City will win or am I going to go for a draw I think Liverpool would be happy with a draw and City wouldn't and I think Liverpool don't sometimes tend to show the mental mouse that Man City do I'm going to say Man City will win yeah I think they will there we go that's our predictions for the weekend what are everybody else's predictions do you go along with us and think City are going to win you got any suggestions for the fantasy football teams this week in the last couple of hours while people are or the last 24 hours while people have still got a choice should Ian bring (laughs) Rashford in I don't know if that's going to end up being the title of this podcast I think it might be I'll probably ask it on Twitter as Um, well Rashford question mark yeah Uh, and yeah I mean we're sort of finding our feet as we've gone along really enjoying doing this podcast but we're finding our feet a little bit with fantasy we're by no means experts and are actually inviting a conversation for people to come in and say you know actually you guys I think this would be a good thing that would be a good thing or you two have got it completely wrong yeah. you know it's I think it's the thing fine. isn't it it is still I mean I have no knowledge of football really <laughs> um, but this is like the first year we've both done it so I think to be it like 2.8 isn't horrendous like no million. I don't think so yeah. and if we can finish in the top I don't know million or something it'd be really nice yeah but I mean I did do it last season as well but that was oh. my first season for years where did you finish so, last year um, nowhere because I stopped doing it I kept forgetting to do it week after week uh, so this is the first time I've solidly committed to well that's the thing if we week. keep doing it then we're going to get better absolutely or worse who knows yeah anyway but we'll see it's going to be an interesting week whatever hell of a set of fixtures in store well done to the teams that have won this week, by the way, in the Champions League, just in case anyone's interested and hasn't seen it, which I can't see why you wouldn't have. Um, but yeah, it was good results all around for Liverpool, Spurs. Uh, City was a draw, actually, so that wasn't as great a result, but they should finish it off. And um, who do I say? Liverpool, City, Spurs. <laughs> I don't know. Did all the British teams and Chelsea? Yeah, Chelsea. Actually, Chelsea's was game of the 
blooming day, wasn't it? 4-1 down at home to Ajax, mm. drew 4-4, absolutely nuts. Um, seems to be excitement down Stamford Bridge, so well done to all them. We'll see what happens in the Europa League. And hopefully we cheery, actually, cheery. Hopefully we actually catch you next week and we don't miss it again. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Football Almost Daily podcast. And remember, the first rule of Fad Club is to talk about Fair Club. No, seriously, please tell everyone.